Welcome to the NFT Now podcast. Every Wednesday, we speak with trailblazing artists, collectors, and technologists about how NFTs are redefining the creative economy and how you can be a part. I'm Sam Heisel. And I'm Matt Medved, and we're on a mission to empower the creators of culture. Welcome to the show. Matt, what's happening, man? How are you feeling? I'm doing great, man. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm good. I'm very excited. We have a very special guest on our, our very special second episode of the NFT Now podcast, Victor Mosqueda. He's a Vancouver-based artist who was originally born in Bogota, Colombia. Um, super talented artist. His style fuses elements of, of graphic design, 60s and 70s, psychedelic and science fiction art. Um, he really explores lots of themes with regards to the human mind, life after death, spirituality. He talks about a, a character, the healer that he brings into some of his pieces. Um, he's worked with different musicians doing commissioned art, such as Odessa. He's been represented by the, the foreign family collective, really uber talented artist that has made tons of big strides into the world of NFTs. As of this recording in March, 2021, he already and currently has over 500K in total artwork value. So uh, no signs of slowing down anytime soon either. What stood out to you in this episode, Matt? Yeah, you know, I mean, his art has always uh, been incredibly distinctive, uh, immediately recognizable. And it was really great to be able to kind of lift the veil and hear a bit more about the creative process behind uh, behind that work and and behind and what what elements go into making that distinctive visual style. I thought it was also really interesting to hear how he's been able to develop a network of support uh, and close collaboration uh, within the community, the importance of the community. Uh, and you know, I think his his perspective, having come from working with musicians previously as client work and now as equal co-partners, is a shared and sort of common experience that a lot of visual artists are finding as they're empowered by the NFT space. Yeah, 1000%. Well, love to, uh, super grateful to have had Victor on. So without any further ado, let's get into this week's episode, Mr. Victor Mosqueda. Victor, what's happening, man? How you doing today? Yo, man, I'm great, man. How about you guys? Uh, we are good. We are good. We're very excited to have you on. So just to, to open things up, man, I think you've obviously been creating art and digital art for a while, but very curious kind of when you decided to really take the, the leap into the world of NFTs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um... I feel like for, for me, NFTs, I think I got into it back in November, which is pretty like soon, right? Like it's been only like a couple of months, but it feels like it's been forever because everything moves so fast. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty yeah, wild. As far as I'm concerned, that makes you an OG. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly, dude. Exactly. Everything is relative. Everything's yeah, relative. Yeah, yeah. yeah, dude, 100%. So yeah, like back in November, I saw, I saw a few people like kind of like, doing it here and there on Twitter. Uh, I don't know if you guys know Kid Mograf. From Argentina, yeah. I saw yeah I saw Gustavo putting some putting some stuff on. I think he was super at the time, and I was like, "What is this, dude? Like, I don't get it." I okay. So by the way, I don't come from any like investing background, crypto background, nothing like that. Like quite the opposite. Like I'm so bad with numbers, so bad <laughs> with you. Like I'm not like that. So when I saw that, I was like, "Dude, I I don't get it." Like I, I see that you're doing it, but I don't get it. And I, I might have like asked him a, like a few questions and. Still like that, I was like, I don't get it. And then I saw Fred Fuckrender uh, doing it too. And like, dude, Fred, Fred's so smart. Like, he's like a very, like a very smart dude. He he actually comes from like a background when like he he, he knows like how to invest money. He's good with money. Uh, so I really trust him when it comes to that kind of stuff. And he because I'm way closer to him, uh, he actually took the time to like sit down with me, like explain everything to me. 
So as soon as I understood the concept, I was like, wait, what? Like, this is ridiculous. Like, this cannot be like a thing, right? And then I started posting. Uh, I think I did my first NFT like back in, again, like in November or maybe the first week of December, but I think it's November. Uh, dude, by the time that I posted that one, I was still not sure how everything worked. I was just kind of like, my friends are doing it. I don't, like, it, se- it seems like a very promising thing to do. Uh, it was fun too, because like we can actually like capitalize on like personal projects. Uh, and like every everybody that I know, like I'm, I'm close friends with like a lot of these guys, you know, like Mad Dog and Fred and Euphoria. So everybody seems so like energized by it that it was like it, just, it was just contagious right i was like wow like this is like like everybody's super excited about this thing so they made me excited about this thing so it was like uh we we all hype each other up at the same time uh and that's how i got into nfts in the first place i know you've worked with a number of musicians in the past um including odessa um right. shout out harrison and clayton um yeah. And I, and I know you've worked with Foreign Family Collective. How did you link up with them and what role did they play uh, in your career development? Dude, yeah. First of all, a huge shout out to Harrison and Clay. Like they're the homies. Fucking love those guys. Uh, and actually I got in touch with them because of Harrison in the first place. Like he's very, he, he's one of the few musicians that I know that he's very hands-on with like the visual side of his project, right? Like he, he comes from a like design background he he really has like a good taste when it comes to that kind of stuff so he he found my work uh online like i think on instagram one day and literally he just dm'd me from, from the odessa like page and he was like yo literally i think it was like a one line like yo i love your shit and i was like yo what because like by the time i was I, I mean i'm still am but like i was such a huge fan of odessa and like their music is very like in tune with what i do and a lot of that inspiration for like the pieces that I was doing at the time was pretty much like just me, like, you know, like kind of like filtering movies and fashion and my favorite artists and music and a huge chunk of that music that I was listening to uh, was what Harrison and Clay was doing, right? So for me, that was like, wait, Harrison likes my shit? I was like, this is crazy, dude. So I just answered back. We started chatting. He's like a super easy to talk to guy, as you know. Um, so we start, yeah, we started, we, we, we just started becoming friends online. And then I think one day I was like, dude, why don't we just do something? And he's like, actually, I have this thing. Like we have this gig coming up. It would be awesome to do like a, like a print just to see how it goes. So I did, the first thing that I did for them was, uh, the, like the, the, the poster for a show that they have back in like 2018, I believe uh for red rocks down in colorado so yeah so i did i did the prints i worked directly with like harrison clay doing the whole you know like the whole idea like i think the idea came up from a little sketch that i had on my instagram and they're like yo we love the idea and we want to apply that to this poster because i think it fits really well so we worked with them uh like i said harrison is very 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 hands-on with like the visual side of things so it was it, it, it felt like a, like a proper collaboration like it wasn't just me being like i guess i'm gonna do this it was like literally like talking to him like on a daily basis almost kind of like figuring things out um it was, yeah it was really awesome and then for that show i went to colorado to see the show uh, and that's why i met them for the first time i was like meeting harrison clay i was meeting the whole team like the whole friend family team i was seeing the show for the first time too 
So it was, it was honestly like, I, I, like even today, like, I, I remember that as one of the best like weekends of my life because it was like, one, it was like a time where I was trying to make a transition from working on games and working in films, which is what I've been doing for like, what I did for like a long time before I'm doing what I'm doing now. And by the time that Harrison and Clay reached out to me, I was already get, getting like some momentum and some traction uh, with my personal work. But I feel like those are one of those like like pivot moments where in my head I was like, okay, like what I'm doing, there's, there's something here. Like there's something in what I'm doing that is clearly working. And this is kind of like a sign of like, you know, like you're doing the, the, the right thing, right? And then, and then, yeah, like, dude, like, we just became, we just became friends. Like, you know, like, there's, they're, they're so chill and they're so easy to talk to. Like, we just ended up like hanging out and just being friends. And after, after doing a few things, um, they, 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 they asked me like if I wanted to be part of the collective, the friend family collective. And, and dude, it's been amazing. Like, everybody from the team, uh, shout out Luke Tanaka, Japanese dad. He's an amazing uh, designer. Sean Kusanagi. Uh, Sky, they have like they have like very awesome like uh, visual artists working with them, uh, like even before me. So it's been awesome to kind of like you know like be friends with those guys and see what they're doing. Um, we had the chance to do you know like bigger projects like Sandara. I don't know if you saw like the the festival that we did by, uh, down in Mexico. So that those, those those things, I'm very I'm very passionate about those things. Like I'm very I'm a fan of the music in the first place and now they're homies. So it's like, like a win-win situation every time that I get to do anything with like foreign family. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That's a yeah. fun journey into it. Yeah. I love artists that cross different disciplines and look to really like bring their, their level of artistic inspiration and, and uh, across these different verticals and different realms. So being able to collaborate with musicians and um, do that in a very collaborative way visually is fascinating. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm curious when you think about some of the the art you've been dropping as NFTs, man. Like I know you've seemingly kind of prioritized quality over quantity. Done a, a fair amount of like very limited edition or like one on one drops. Um, when when you think about this, I mean, what are your thoughts on the importance of scarcity at a time when uh, the scene is headed towards so much saturation? The the way that I'm approaching NFTs right now is no different from the way that I've been approaching my own practice in the last years, right? So. Before, before NFTs were a thing, I was doing similar stuff with like, like print releases, right? So let's say I used to do like a print release uh, for 24 hours. So that technically is like an open edition, right? For 24 hours and then only the amount of people who get the print in those 24 hours, that's like the number of editions that I will print out, right? So the way that, the, the way that I used to do like these print releases or if I do like a solo show where I have like original drawings and canvases and stuff like that, um, I, 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 I'm more than scarcity. I think, I mean, it's a good thing, right? Like you always think about like, oh, like I want myself to be like limited. So it gains value, right? But that's a very, I guess, like business way to looking at things, which is important. But again, that's not my background. So the way that I approach things is like, I just don't want to put stuff out just because I can, right? So like anybody can just do, especially now with like, if you, if you work with 3D or like, digital art being how it's been recognized right now it's way more easy to like way faster to like just pump out images right but that's that's not why i make art like i i didn't get into art because i just want to make like cool looking stuff like the way the, the way that i approach my art is like every image is important to me in a way and everything is very 
I mean, it, it hasn't, it, it doesn't have to be like the most meaningful thing in the world, but I do want it to mean something to me and I want it to mean something to you, right? So if you buy, let's say, a print for me, I don't want it to be like a commodity. I want it to be something that is part of your life, right? So that's that's something that I'm trying to do with my NFTs. Like most of the people who, like if somebody's listening, most of the people that bought something from me in the last, you know, like seven years, that is like a print or a canvas, they bought it without that, you know, like that like preconception of like, oh, I'm going to flip this or, oh, this is going to worth millions in the future or there's a secondary market for this. Most of the other people who bought my stuff in, 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 in the past few years is because they want it in their houses and they send me photos of like, oh, my living room looks amazing because I have this print from you or this canvas from you. Like, I, I love this t-shirt that you designed or something like that. Like, that's more meaningful to me. So the way that I'm approaching NFTs is kind of like the same way. I don't... I don't want to do, I, I don't want to give you or like pump out a bunch of NFTs just because now the, the market is hot or because this is like popular or it's trending on Twitter. I, I don't care about kind of like making the most money out of it while the market is hot. Like that's kind of how I see when I see people like, I mean, no this to anyone, but like that's just kind of like the vibe I get when I see people like, I just started yesterday and now, now I have 10 NFTs available right now. It's like, okay. Like I'm, I'm here for the for, for the long run. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like this is not this is a matter. This is not this is not like like a short term kind of thing, right? Like I'm here for the long run. So I'm I just want to make sure that everything that I release is relevant to what I want to be doing in the future, and it's relevant to what I'm feeling right now, and it's it's hopefully like something that people can connect with and it's important for in their lives. Either because it's, it's a good investment, which that's when you when the scarcity comes into play, or because it's actually something meaningful and they actually connected with the piece and they just want to own it because they love it. I love that. No, that's fascinating. And I think that, um, I mean, too, I'm curious too, how this kind of ties to some of the, the inspiration of some of your art pieces. I mean, you're obviously putting a lot of care and trying to express yourself on an authentic and deep level and to some extent evoke a reaction for the people that are purchasing it. Like when you think about the kind of creative process or what you're really trying to like bring to life, um, how do you really go about from like ideation all the way through like final? Yeah. Like if, if you see my, like my work, Again, it's like I try to be very deliberate when it comes to like what I release, right? So I try to do, I have a bunch of like, dude, like literally like if I can show you, like I have a bunch of like, I have like box, like boxes full of like this kind of stuff that is like little notebooks with like little ideas and like I have like little like sketches of what I want to do and whatnot. So I I really try to think about like what I want to say with this NFT and like why am I minting this thing and like why this one versus some other idea right so when it comes to the process i i i really like sit down do some, do some sketches trying to like think about like a good idea uh for me the idea comes first and then and then once i have that idea that comes into play with like what's like the best platform to release it right so that's what you do you know you have like places like nifty gateway or like super rare like you can do editions why are you going to do editions like what's the, the the reason behind doing editions why is this a one-on-one so I feel like a lot of things that I do, I do kind of like on the go. Cause like I say, like everything moves so fast that you all the time you have to like readjust all the time. Right. So what might seem to be a good idea right now, maybe like in two weeks, it's going to be like, Oh yeah, no, people hate that. Or like people bash it because it looks like this. Or like, yeah, everything and you, you just have to like constantly readjust. Right. So yeah, I, I feel like I'm, I'm still, still now, like I'm just still kind of like going with the flow and seeing, kind of like what's the best thing to do or what's not the best thing to do as I do those things. 
That makes total sense. And and I love I love hearing um, your perspective on it um, because I really do feel like your work is extremely memorable. Um, it, it, it's really stuck with me. I, I know I mentioned um, the Everything Connected drop is one that, that that's what introduced me to your work. And it's one that I've returned to, you know, even oh, after you, seeing... Man. Yeah, of course, of course. And, you know, I love that you just showed those those uh, those drawings there. And I saw some of the same motifs, those faces. Um, I'd love to hear a bit about the the specific inspiration behind that drop and um, and some of those motifs that, that tend to recur in your work and also the colors. I think I think you have a very striking uh, sense of color. Oh, thank you, man. Yeah. So I, I with, with my work, I do like I appreciate what you said so much because I do have some like stuff that is like I is like recurring in my work because it has a meaning for me, right? So there's there's a few things that I have in my work, like this character is called like the healers, which is like like it's very literal in, in the way that is like it's supposed to be like a healing character, either for it could be like a metaphor, right? From like a bad situation, from like an actual disease, from uh like mental health issues, like it could be anything, right? Like the concept of healing is very important to me, and that's why I have these characters. I also have um the, the 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 reason why the first drop was called everything connected is because it was the first like concept that it kind of like, jumped into my head when I was like kind of just deciding to like what 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 is gonna be like my my initial statement in this NFT world like that wasn't my first NFT but that was, that was like my first show right like my first body of work that I wanted to present as a body of work in the NFT world and the reason why I ended up with everything connected is because that's a theme that I've been, you know, like talking about forever. Like it's been, it's been, it's been like a constant like theme in my practice. Uh, and it was kind of crazy. Cause I, again, like when I, when I started doing this, I was still learning at the same time. I was like, why, why am I going, why am I doing NFTs? How does this work? What is crypto? What, what is Ethereum? Like I had no idea about any of those things. Right. So I remember at the same time that I had like the opportunity to make my first drop on Nifty, at, literally at the same time, I was kind of like learning about crypto and like how, how does it work? How does everything work, right? And I didn't knew, even know what blockchain was. So I was like, wait, what, what's going on? So I remember very clearly being like, just kind of like reading online about blockchain and Bitcoin and Ethereum and how, how does everything work? And as soon as I understood the concept of like blockchain, I was like, it, I, I just couldn't help but like, see how that echoes like life in general so it's like you have like this, this network of computers and like everybody in the network is vital for the blockchain to work the way it does and i was like that's actually how life works in a way like it's like it's, it's like echoing that kind of like sense of like everything is connected and like we're here because there's like you know like this planet has like a very specific configuration of like environmental like rules that makes for like that makes us possible to like live like the amount of oxygen the temperature of the planet like gravity like all these things work like in concert to make life possible the way that we know it right so that's why i ended up going with everything is connected because it was like i just couldn't help but like take that 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 you know like that echo from blockchain to like what i've been kind of like talking about with my work in the last few years so that's why i ended up with that and yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm also planning some stuff in the future that is gonna like, again, like connect everything. So that that was like a very that was like a first step into this world. That was like that was like me making sure that my footing is strong in the NFT world. Um, and and then yeah, like I, even in that in that work, I kind of like 
encompass a bunch of the things that I that I do all the time. So like um, even even with the audio, like I do my own audio, and like I was talking about how I for the audio for the drop, like the everything connected drop, I used a bunch of like instruments from like a bunch of different cultures. Like I have like African drums, uh, Japanese drums. I have flutes from South America. I have like synths from like Europe and the States, right? So like I feel like that kind of like combination of everything is kind of like an audio representation of the same concept, right? Um, so I feel like that connectivity like between like us humans and everything that is like around us, that's one of the themes that I always have in my work, uh, like the afterlife too. But like I, I try to like think about the uh, like about the afterlife as like not like like a negative thing like it has like a sad connotation to it because i mean like very obvious sad connotation but i try to make it more like a celebration of like the life that just ended and then that transformation to like a different thing so yeah like i, I feel like those things uh even even the heads like i don't know if you guys saw um i had a piece called Cynic, which is like the heads that are like hollow but you can see through the back and then through the back is like a portal or like a window to a different thing that's also that i've been doing for like years now it's one of my like my signature things that i have in my work and it's meant to represent again like the the head is it, it looks like a, like a mask like a helmet at some point because it's like a it's supposed to be a best it's, it, it's not supposed to have like an ethnicity attached to it it's not supposed to it's, it's not supposed to feel alive it's supposed to feel like a like a vessel that is containing something. And in this case, it's like, again, like a humanoid shape because we are the vessels. And this is like a metaphor for like how this humanoid thing that we see as bodies is containing some other stuff that, I mean, we know as like soul, but like it could be anything really, you know? Absolutely. Um, you know, and, and I think I think you really did achieve that. You know, I, I would say that uh, one of my big takeaways was the sort of like strangely comforting quality that I felt oh. when I looked at them. Um, and I, I think you touched on something that's really interesting. Uh, and, and I think a lot of artists are probably experiencing it is this idea of this learning curve. Um, not everyone is crypto native, of course. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I think that um, at this time, uh, when it is more difficult to connect with others, it's been interesting to see uh, Clubhouse become this really important platform um, for artists to connect with each other and also to like help bring people up to speed on, on you know, the technology and, and what's actually going on here. Uh, I would love to hear your thoughts on, on that platform, how important it has been for you in terms of getting, uh, getting into the, the NFT community and also um, in helping as you've, as you've learned a lot in, in quite a short amount of time. Yeah, dude, yeah, Clubhouse is huge right now. Like, it's huge, but like, you know, it's funny. Like, it feels huge in like a very organic way, at least for me, like, because like the way that I got into a platform, right? So like, the reason why I got into a platform was because again, I wanted to learn some some more about like NFTs and like, again, same thing. Like, a bunch of my friends were talking about their drops, uh, and a bunch of artists that I really looked up to from before they were talking about their drops. So I was like, oh, okay, like I have to sign up for this thing. Honestly, like I'm not like the biggest fan of like, you know. I have like a bittersweet relationship with social media because like I, like it's so awesome, but at the same time, I don't enjoy just being on the phone all the time or like it's like one more thing to take care of. And when I when I when somebody was like, "Yo, get a Clubhouse," I was like, "Not another one, dude!" Like I I don't need one more social media platform. Like no 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 anymore, dude. And then and then I think one thing that I like kind of like lack at the moment was like the concept that it felt very 
exclusive in a way that is not like gatekeeping. It feels like very exclusive in the way that is like awesome people talking about like awesome stuff. And I think I saw like a, like a random room and it was like an artist that I liked. And I was like, wait, this guy's talking about like his work. And he's like, yeah, dude, get in the platform. I was like, okay, sure. And then, yeah, like once I signed up for the first time, like back in November, I was like, oh yeah, this is, this is, this is so awesome. Because like, I've been, I mean, we met, we met through Clubhouse. Like that's the first time that I talked to you. Right. So like, that's, that's really sick that because of that application, we're having this talk right here. And then the next time that you come to Vancouver, we're going to hang out. And then just because of Clubhouse, that's like a real friendship right there. Right. So that's the thing. Like, that's like my takeaway from like, not only Clubhouse, but like everything, like Twitter, Instagram. Like I met Fred to, through Instagram, like six years ago. Now he's one of my best friends, right? So it's like, those are the, the takeaways that I'm like, okay, this is awesome. And like, I feel like Clubhouse is very, it's like that on steroids because it's about helping each other and it's about community. So very, very rapidly, I realized that it's not like about like competition or like how many likes do you get? Like, who's better? It's, it's more about like, yo, I love your stuff. I want to support you. Let's talk about art and let's talk about NFTs. Like, do you have questions? You can ask me. Uh, yo, can I ask you how do you do this, this stuff? So it's like, it's, it, it, it very rapidly became to me like one of those things that it felt very like real. And I mean, you have you have some like clubhouses rooms that are about like, you know, people using big words and like 17 people in the room talking about the same thing that you're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. But most of it, if from my perspective, because that's, that's the thing, right? Like everybody follows different people and everybody's part of different rooms, right? So it's very interesting to see, even from like friends that I have, it's interesting to see their communities versus my community, right? Which is like, I don't know, I don't know if you saw like that uh, Dead Mouse post about Clubhouse, yeah. So I don't want to talk about it too much because like who cares? But the the one takeaway from me that in my head I was like, I get why he's saying that. It's because that just goes to show you, I mean, this is what I like to think, but I might be wrong, but like in my head, it's like, that goes to show you how different his side of the community is compared to mine. So, because maybe he's saying that, like people on my side got, got, got upset, like people from my immediate community got upset. He's like, wait, why are you talking shit about my community? But he's like, hey man, our community is very different. We, we're here supporting each other, talking about art, talking about things, learning. Maybe his side of the community is a bunch of like people who are trying to like, it's a bunch of managers and like, I don't know, DJs or whatever he's following that are trying to get into the industry with the wrong intentions or I don't know. That's the thing. I, I, I don't know his, I don't know how, how his experience of Clubhouse has been. So for me personally, it's been amazing. Like I just been there with friends, hanging out, meeting new people like you guys, and then literally like making me a better artist and a better like even investor, like uh, sometimes I, I, I listen to like investor club, like it, it, it's improving my life in a very positive way, right? Maybe for him, it's just seeing people kind of like talking about the wrong things or like, yeah, like I, I cannot speak about that because I don't know his experience, but that's what I think. So like for me, Clubhouse is like a, so far it's been like a very, very positive experience. And I, I like, I'm happy that I got to like do it and connect with people like you guys. Yeah, yeah. thousand percent. With that said, I mean, you. I think you're alluding to the the community on Clubhouse earlier in the conversation. You spoke about the the fact of artists and, and the fact that you're here. I see, this is like a marathon, not a sprint, and not just like a short term cash grab, but really trying to contribute to a community that will big, be bigger than any one one of us. 
when you think about uh, there's all these different artists coming to the table, whether it's digital artists or it's musicians, any everybody's trying to get their hands on NFTs and, and create their own NFTs. From your perspective, what do you think is going to differentiate like the, the good from the great, like artists and, and NFT owners and creators in the world? There's there's two things that come to mind. So the first one, again, like right now is like a, like a huge hype and like there's a lot of people like just buying buying stuff without any context, right? Like there's, there's a lot of people with money buying a bunch of stuff without any context. And like the, the way that I, I like to like, like I've been slowly starting to collect NFTs. So the way that I approach it, it's because again, I don't come from a financial background. I cannot tell you a good stock to buy even, even today, but I can tell you about amazing artists, right? I, I've been doing, like, I've been in contact with, like, amazing people doing art for, like, more than a decade now. So, like, I know what some guys are capable of, what some guys are going to do in the future, what some guys have done, right? So, if, if I approach this from, 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 like, a very sterile point of view and, like, leaving the art aside, I would say I, I feel like the people who have been doing great stuff for years, that's a huge indicator for me that their stuff is going to get even better and their work is going to appreciate even more because I know what they, I know what they're capable of, right? Like they have been associated with like amazing brands, amazing, amazing musicians, films, games, uh, the fashion industry. Uh, so that to me is a great indicator that this guy has what it takes. And then on top of that, because they're earning money now because of NFTs, just imagine the possibilities, right? I'm like a bunch of those guys that I, that I bought NFTs from. I'm like, if this guy did this with like this amount of budget, imagine what he's gonna do now that he that he's like empowered now by the NFT community, right? So that to me is like a huge indicator. And then also that's like one. And then the main one is like the art, right? Like I again, like I'm I feel very lucky right now because like I know art and I, I have a very good context when it comes to art. So like when I when I see people doing amazing art, I can already tell, even if people don't realize it yet, I'm like, yep, like I like has what it takes or like it feels kind of like the x factor or something like that when you when you hear somebody singing and you're like yep that kid's gonna be amazing in like 10 years it's something like that so like i'm really looking for like inspiring people like there's there, there's so many people doing art right now and there's so many like tools like everything is getting easier everything's getting cheaper kind of everything's getting more accessible definitely so i feel like we we're, we're about to see we're about to see two things we're about to see amazing amazing super inspiring art and we're about to see a bunch of like work from people that just get into the nft space because they're like oh shit there's like money now and it's like popular so we're gonna see a bunch of like things that are gonna be forgotten 100 percent. we're gonna see those things in real time in the next few months for sure well, in that spirit of of looking forward, uh, I know you you just recently dropped uh, Roots on Super Rare. You mentioned right. on socials that that would be your last release for a while because you yeah. have something very big in the works. What can you tell us about this uh, mystery project or what? Wow. You have well, it's it's more like mystery projects. Like it's a it's a, it's, a, it's it's a bunch of stuff going on right now. So like, yeah, <laughs> there it is. The the only thing that I can give away pretty much right now is that I have a, a, a second drop on Nifty on April 22. So that's happening. That was going to be like a really special one. And it's like, again, like that's why I wanted to set like a strong foot with everything connected so I can kind of like keep realizing my plan. So yeah, like my second drop is, is, is coming at the end of April. And 
a few collaborations with like really inspiring people. Uh, and for now, this is all I can say. But also, I don't, I don't know when this is coming out, but I'm announcing the, fir the first of those mystery projects. I'm announcing it pretty soon. Like I'm guessing in the next few days. Yeah. Very cool. Well, yeah. we, we, we await with bated breath. We can't wait to see what you do next. <laughs> I can't oh, wait you, to man. see what, what uh, your follow-up to Everything Connected and uh, wishing you all the best of luck going forward. Oh, dude, thank you, man. I, honestly, I'm, I'm just super excited, man. Like, I'm, I'm super excited to see not only, like, how my work goes, but I'm very excited to see, like, what my friends do, what other artists that I don't know do, what you guys do. Like, dude, like, again, it's like, you guys are doing such a good job with the NFT now that I feel like there is like, it, this is like a much needed, you know, like kind of like outlets for this kind of stuff. And like, I'm, I'm just very excited for everyone who's been part of the community, regardless of like, if you're an artist or not, if you're a musician or not, like, I feel like everybody can benefit from this community so much in so many positive ways that I'm just very excited for like literally everyone. Like, dude, even, even I've seen people like quitting their jobs because they're like, I don't know, they have like a shitty job at like Starbucks making X amount of money. And they're like, wait, I've been making way more money buying stuff on Nifty and then kind of like being part of the secondary market in a healthy way. And literally this has changed. Like I've seen it in real time, people like quitting their jobs to do that now, right? So I'm just very excited for like life on earth after this thing, for like creative people that I think is going to be like a really, what a, like, what a time to be alive pretty much. That's what I'm trying to say. There we go. Yeah. Well, appreciate you coming on, Victor, man. We're all uh, excited for the, the roller coaster ride to come, man, and, and just keep pumping out the, the amazing work that you've been doing, man. We're, we're watching. Uh, dude, thank you so much. I appreciate you guys so much. Likewise, thank brother. you for having Peace. me. Man, well, I really loved that episode. I particularly loved how he's really leaned into kind of creating and nurturing the his relationships with the community by way of collaborators, supporters. I think there really is this kind of like family atmosphere in the NFT creator community right now. And I think that's so pure, so beautiful. And what is is the, the, the driving momentum that will continue to snowball and take this into a more mainstream part of culture? What do you think, I Matt? I agree. I agree. You know, it, it feels kind of like a full circle moment to me because I remember uh, coming across his art, everything connected, the faces and, and just being being really struck by it, putting it on NFT Now Instagram before I knew anything about him. And uh, so it's really wonderful to to meet him proper, to get that, to, to be able to hear about his creative process and to be able to hear the significance of those themes and those elements that really stood out to me um, from the minute I first saw the art. Yeah, well, totally aligned. Well, thank you all for tuning in. We'll be back. If you haven't already, we really do appreciate it if you leave reviews wherever you listen to our podcast. It helps us get better and helps us reach new listeners. So on that note, we out. We'll be back next week. Until then, peace.